It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. Good morning, Headspacers. How's it going? Yeah, the What's up? Yo. More Maryland. We got uh, Christy. What's up, Christy? What's up, Dr. Mike? What's up? What's up, Mitchell? Mitchell came back to kind of represent the uh, younger voices. What's happening with you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. It's a lovely Saturday. He woke me up this morning and slid me in my house shoes. Okay. Yep. Yep. I <laughs> want to start today. Good. Very good. We're on, we're on our way. Very good. <laughs> Well, hey, we want to welcome everybody to our live broadcast. We try to broadcast on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And then uh, shortly after that, we go ahead and post this out there for our audience worldwide through the Headspace with Dr. Mike podcast. Uh, you can actually go on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, some random podcast platforms I don't even know about. And then I have to give a shout out to the Elevation Global Media uh, group because they, uh, you know, we love you all. Thank you so much for giving us a chance and uh, showing us love and support. And um, be, through them, we actually are on tune-ins every Sunday. So tune in every Sunday. You can uh, go on tune-in and hit Headspace with Dr. Mike and you get our latest episode. And we are so grateful for you all. Thank you so much for your encouragement. Please make sure you like, share, all that fun stuff. And make sure you tell your friends about this uh, because we need a movement, y'all. We need a movement because I think that the world will be a much brighter place if we were willing to talk it out. I think if we were willing to talk things out, understand that it is okay to disagree. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's happening, my friend, in Denver? It's okay to disagree, y'all. It's okay for us to disagree with each other. Like, we disagree with each other and we're still friends. Like, yes. we really are, you know? And I think we just need to be able to do that. That's the way God made us. God made us all with our own minds, you know? All right. So on that end, where do we start? Where do we start? Ooh. Oh, God. Well, I, I, think, I think we got to start at the biggest thing, like Queen Elizabeth. Is she the biggest thing? Is she? Well, we, can start there. we can start there because I'd like to save the next thing. Yeah, let's just go ahead and get through the. Yeah, let's get yeah. through Elizabeth because I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack with her. Um, I mean, shoot, she did what seventy years as the queen, right? And mm -hmm. uh, a whole lot, the longest serving monarch, apparently. And um, you know, she, I'm gonna say this. I was just saying this to Shavella last night because they were showing pictures of her and stuff. She was a, a snazzy, snazzy woman. Like she, yeah. she always, she did not care about wearing bright colors like she actually didn't mind pop she would, she would fit very well here in baltimore i mean you know we like our bright colors over here <laughs> you know what i don't think she, i don't think she would fit well in baltimore at all mm -mm. <laughs> not from the colors I, mm -mm. she wouldn't fit well in <laughs> but no. you know i so i'm going to tell you something i am a guy who likes 
I, I get fascinated by all the pomp and circumstance. And so like the pomp and circumstance of that is kind of, they, they say, if you want to, if you're into all that, then this is the thing, like the British, the Royal thing with the Brits and all that stuff is, is where you're going to get it. I mean, just the, um, I was, I was talking before show to Mitchell and just the, um, the little trot. Did you see the little trot that they did? When they were going uh, from Buckingham pa- Palace to um, Westminster, mm-hmm. that was fascinating because they kept they kept time and and they had like a little bounce. To- <laughs> it was very Baptist, might I add. It was very Baptist. Very, they learned how to it do it with some Baptist. Baptist. <clears throat> you know, I, I'm just the opposite, Mike. I can't stand the pomp and circumstance. Really? I can't stand it, even in the church. Really. I cannot stand it. It doesn't. It, it does nothing for me. I, I I'm actually turned off by it. Why? So, oh my gosh! I just think it's. I think it's haughty and <laughs> and uh, it's it's taking a focus in church. I'm talking about. It takes off takes the focus off of God, and it to me is highlighting and uplifting man and their titles and accomplishments. And that's all that the. Not gonna say all, but that's a lot of what. The monarch is about titles and power and all of that, and and, and I can't get with it. Hmm. I can't I can't get with it. So I it completely turns me off. I I really have watched very limited. I mean, you can't help but run into if you're going to watch news at all to get any kind of other news, you're going to run into this, right? Hmm. So I catch what I catch, and I I, I stomach as much as I can. Hmm. What do you think, Mitchell? for me it's one of those things where i'm indifferent about it i can i can deal with it to some to some degree and then other times i'll just be like all right this is this is enough because i mean they're royals you know they're celebrated high lifted blah 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 whatever um that's all well and fine and that's all good and i i believe in honor so if if that's y'all form of honor i mean go ahead i don't have no issue with it um but at some point it does get to me it's like All right, we're we're okay. Like we mm-hmm. like some of the processionals. Never mind. Yeah, I'm indifferent about it. I yeah yeah. Kevin said I'm very interested in all of the history of this. I love the pomp and circumstance. So I guess <clears throat> Shirella laughed at a trot. It is. It was a trot. Um, it was yeah. I I mean I hear you all. I think that um, yeah. I, I I guess for me I'm able to put it all in its place. Like I just. And maybe and maybe I've just been conditioned to to just like those things, and I guess that's okay. Um, but I do I do agree that it is a lot. Um, I, I I was a little I, I I do find it fascinating that people are going to stand in line for a day um, just so they can go and look at a a you know a, I'm not going to try to I'm not I'm not you know one of the things that we can't do is disrespect the culture, and so I'm not going to sit here and say just look at a box with a body in it, but. You know, I do find that fascinating. Like I was, because at first I was like, "Well, are they going to view her? Like, do you get to view her body? Like, you know, we when we go to funerals, you see the body, but it's it's draped in a box, like it's already sealed, and you're going to see the flag. You know, she's in there, I guess, but that's a little different. Um, and then the way people were like, I think uh, Beckham, David Beckham, stood in line with everybody. Like that was a big deal that he stood in line. Yeah. And I, I guess, yep. Yeah, that that was pretty big. So I don't know. I um I hear what you both are saying. Maybe I'm more in line with you, Mitchell. Was like I'm a little indifferent about it. Like I'm not. 
I don't like say, oh, I have to have that. But at the same time, I understand its place. Um, and I will be honest with you. I I think during The Crown, because I watched The Crown. And of course, you know, The Crown is a fictitious rendition. Like there's some elements of it that probably are just, you know, put in there for the sake of TV. I was fascinated by the religious aspect of um I was fascinated by the religious aspect of the um of the monarchy. Like for instance, I didn't realize that the um I didn't realize that the Queen of England or the King of England is like the head of the church too. Which I do think that's a little weird. Um how does that happen? How does that happen? Like did they go to seminary? Did they go to school to learn? Or they're just because they were born in a certain way? Yeah. Did you know that, Mitchell? <clears throat> I didn't. And I think that's fascinating to me because I'm like, uh, okay. Now that I know that, it's like, mm, okay. And I'm not trying to denounce anybody's culture, but I feel to some extent about that with, you know, like different denominations and stuff. They have like their grand leader or whatever but um i was like oh that's that's interesting mm -hmm, hmm. Mm -hmm. new fact yeah well and then there's there's also in uh christian to slip away for a little bit but there's also the controversy surrounding um the fact that the wealth of the monarchy you know, is was built on the backs of a lot of different types of people, particularly when you think about the wealth, um, you know, the colonization of Africa yep. and a lot of the jewels that they kind of brag about, the crown jewels. You hear about the crown jewels and this this particular crown and that particular crown. And, you know, where did they get those from? And they had to pillage um, that, you know, they had to pillage, you know, different lands and, you know, different people had to, you know, die for instance so that they could have the riches that they have so that that's a bit um of a unsettling piece as well Tanil said hey Tanil, that is the last part of their control remember they controlled everything yes they did like the, yeah. the british um the british controlled a lot i mean including us <laughs> um including america and so um yeah no you're absolutely right and i think that um this is gonna be interesting just to see how um you know how it plays out and how it pans out one thing that is fascinating is there's a, cu a couple of cu there's talk about getting rid of the whole royal fam like the whole monarchy and and that sort of thing and recognizing yeah. that they're figureheads like their heads they're figureheads like they are that that basically they um take on the opinion of the government they're not allowed to have like their own opinion about anything um so that's interesting but then but then the question does remain, if they don't have the monarchy, what does Britain bring to the table, Great Britain bring to the table? Like, what what else is there to make them, and I'm not trying to be funny, I'm just, what else is there? Like, I don't I don't hear people bragging about British food. Like, do you hear about that? Like, oh, I got to go to London so I can eat. <laughs> The weather sucks. Like it's not. I think best. as far as as far as like the like, I heard that I heard. But I think as far as going along with it, like I think it may be one of those things where I mean, tourist attraction maybe. Like that's that's all I have. Like because you know they've had the monarchy for so long. If if it if not if it crumbles now, but if it you know if they're talking about taking away now and those talks actually go through, I mean they're gonna kind of have to 
not rebuild everything, but they're definitely going to have to restructure a lot of stuff. So I don't think it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be like a, you hear a lot of talk about it. But if you do hear talk about it, it's going to be about whatever comes after that, right? So, I mean, as far as England goes, tourist, maybe. Like, it's a great place to go and sightsee and, you know, like, that's a great place. But that's all I got. Like, I don't hear people bragging about the food. I don't hear people bragging about the, I mean, they have, like, is now I actually may be legitimately wrong for this, but isn't O2 Arena in like yes, okay, so I'm all that stuff, yeah, absolutely. Um, there are soccer desk, you know, people like their soccer teams. So, I mean, so that would be about it, yeah. Tanil said, remember they used to go to the Queen before they made any final, yes, and I mean, they do, even the um, before she died, she met with the new. A prime minister and basically gave her seal of approval on her, uh, which is fascinating in itself because within 48 hours she was dead. So she was gone. Very, very interesting. I tell you what, it was it was definitely interesting. I was driving to yesterday, it was it's tourism. I was driving um to work on th that Thursday when she passed, and I listened to um the Today Show on satellite radio as I'm driving if I'm if it's while the Today Show's on, and they were saying this just in doctors are concerned about. Queen Elizabeth's health. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, that, you know, I mean, she's 96 years old. Yeah, they're concerned. But then they were talking about, yeah, there was nothing that prompted this. Like, there was nothing that, you know, usually it, it's because she had a schedule and she had to back out of a schedule that they'll say something. But it was like, she was, it was just a regular day. And so they were like, this is a little, you know, concerning. Then the next part was they said the family is rushing by her side. And I was just like, oh, okay. But let me tell y'all what I knew when they said the doctor said she's resting comfortably at home. I said, yeah, that's it. She, yeah. Yeah. Gone on in. When they said she resting, look, a friend of mine was talking about this. Don't rest me comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know too many people that come back from resting comfortably. <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make light of it, everybody. I get it, but she is still someone's. She's still someone's mother and someone's grandmother. And oh, sure. Mother and mm -hmm. someone's auntie. So I would never do that. But you know, it was just it didn't. It didn't but just even that, that, all the newscasters they they said that the newscasters have to keep black on them at all times, so that that way, if uh, a royal, like a high-ranking person, particularly the monarch, dies, they have to go in all black. Um, they wear the black. They had it all. And so what happened was they said like BBC went to a commercial break, came back. And um, the commentator had on a black suit. With a black oh wow! Suit. Yeah, it's wow. very, it's very like, very like. There's a format for it. And I think all the royals when they travel, they travel with black. Um, so that, that type of stuff is fascinating. And can we talk about Princess uh, Princess uh, Meghan? I mean, that that's what I was waiting for. Can we I talk didn't about know she her? was going to show up. Oh, she yeah, had you know. My, my my husband and my sister and I had a conversation about that and I was like, I'd have been like, Harry, you know I love you, boo. I'll be praying. Godspeed. And I'd have stayed my behind right here in the US of A because this, but I mean, I at the same time though, as a wife, I understand. Yeah. Of course, you want to be by your man, your husband's by side. Your husband. That was his grandmother. You know, I get all of that. But the UK... <laughs> 
Tanil said, Tanil said, Duchess. Tanil, she is a princess to me. She is, is. a princess. She is gonna be princess Megan. I think it's one of them things where it's a it's an honor standard, like in the monarch, like regardless of how people feel, regardless, and right, people are gonna have mixed feelings about it because it was crazy. But I think it's one of them things where at the end of the day, like it's an honor standard. So regardless of feelings or regardless of whatever happened, she was there and I can she probably was there for him, right? Oh, of I, course. I think Absolutely. she was like for him, like that was her husband. That was his grandmama, you know. That's that's just how that goes. So, yeah, yeah. yeah Tanil said she couldn't stay back. She had to pay her respect. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I know she couldn't. I said if yeah. I. Yeah, Chris I. I. <laughs> said if I. Ah, yeah, if I. and then this whole thing with, uh, you know, now King Charles, uh, giving him, giving them what? What is he going to do? But he's not going to give them their titles, or they're not going to get their the children. Megan and Harry's right. children won't get their titles, but they'll get what, what was the I'm 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 forgetting what they're gonna get. But it won't they will not get their royal titles. And I'm like, I thought if they, if they, if they confirmed that the kids because I Yeah, I just I just read the article the other day. Okay. Um really but but my thing is like, okay, that's fine. We already knew this, didn't we? Like, is this is this new news? True. The reason y'all left was to get away from all of this. And I mean, I understand at some point it is the children's heritage and all of that. But, you know, some heritage you need to you need to sever yourself from. I don't know if it's the, it's the healthiest. But did you know that Harry is in line of succession? Like if something were to happen to William, William's two kids, um, Harry is the next one in line. So I think that that's yeah. the two. Yeah, you're right, Tanil. They're so far down the line. It doesn't really matter. No, you, I mean, you're right. Um, I, I I guess it's just one of those things. That I am I'm I'm fascinated personally by it, and Megan. But I mean, even even at the little uh, thing at Westminster, Harry and Megan held hands, and I hear that they're, they're not supposed to really show PDA in public. So um, it is what it is. But um, anyway, I heart you know, family. I wish you all the the best as you're going through this situation. Um, I was shocked that um, President Obama. Is not did not make the initial guest list. I'm stunned. I know. I'm, yeah, I, I'm. I'm a yeah, bit on the standby list, um, but he is not on the initial list. So I mean, I'm guessing if some people cancel and stuff like that, then they may go ahead and invite him and let him be there. But I um, want to know who beat the Obamas. Right. Really. Who, who I really want to know who got the invite over the Obama, right. Obamas. Over the Obamas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's very fascinating. So. Yeah, stay tuned. I, I mean, just, I am going I to tune in to on see Mich- and- I just wanted to see Michelle's outfit because you know she, you know she was going to come right. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! I just All wanted right, to see what her outfit was going to look like. What her outfit was going to look like? <laughs> you know she was going to come correct. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and then come on back and deal with everything else. All right, be right back. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit him up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. 
So this past uh, week, um, I actually got an opportunity to do something that I actually love and I don't get to do as often with my, uh, you know, in my in my current role um, is I got to travel and uh, it was really just nice to get away a little bit. Um, I miss my family, of course, um, but I got to go to Phoenix uh, for a couple of days and then I actually hung out in Ocean City when I got back uh, with some and Phoenix was um, an opportunity to hang out with and network with other chief learning officers from all around the, the world, literally. Um, these were, it was executives in learning and development. And uh, it was a, you know, it was, it was a symposium for us to kind of get together in a more intimate setting. It wasn't, you know, as big as like some of the conferences where have thousands and thousands of people. It was less than a hundred of us. And um, it was an opportunity for us to kind of grow together, share some of our um, situation that we're going through in, in different, you know, different stages of our careers, depending on where you're at. And uh, and then later on, I got to hang out with all the um, leadership of our local operations for um, the Maryland Department of Human Services in Ocean City. And one of the common denominators of that experience was the power and the benefit of community. And one of the things that I want to encourage you all doing this heads up is to really think about what types of communities you're a part of. And a lot of times when we think about community, we think about like, well, I'm from Baltimore. Uh, I grew up in Randallstown, Maryland. Uh, my wife is from Wilmington, Ohio. Um, different people are part of different communities. We think of it that way. And that that's a piece of it. Um, but the other piece of it is a little more, um, a little, a little different in that it's not so much about your geographic location, although that can play a role in your community, but also like the church that you're a part of. Uh, it could be some of the 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 job that you have and the the different people that you would network with um your community can be your your associate your group that you just associate with the people that give you your strength the people that give you your support community right it's the opportunity where in your community you can be yourself and 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 one of the things i want to encourage you all in is really take time to not only be a part of a community but to contribute to community because there are things that you may be going through and you think that you're the only one going through it. And what you start doing is when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and, and, and allow yourself to open up and kind of share what it is, the challenges that you're going through, then all of a sudden other people be like, man, I didn't realize that's something I was going through. I'll never forget when uh, we were in Biggest Loser, uh, we, were, we were driving from a, a challenge and uh, we were riding in a van. And we were just talking uh, about just funny stuff. And one of the comments we talked about was how um, you ever been broke where you had to make a choice between eating something or getting some gas. <laughs> and that may sound funny, but it was the truth because every last one of us were like, oh my gosh, I will never forget. There was a day I had $10 and I needed some gas, but I was also hungry. And they were like, you know what I did? I went ahead and got my $6 of gas. And then I went over to McDonald's and got a value meal. <laughs> and we laughed and joked about that. And that sounded so funny. And that, you know, that's, that's a funny situation. But what was so refreshing about that was where you got to see, I'm not the only one, right? I'm not the only one that actually dealt with that. I, I'm not the only one that thought that way, because a lot of times where people start going through a situation of feeling helpless, feeling hopeless, feeling like they can't be healed, feeling like they can't um, actually make it any farther, it's because they feel like they're in isolation. 
And so you never know the things that you're going through, the impact it's going to have for someone else later down the road. Uh, so one of the things I want to challenge you all is to find a community. You know, we're going to talk about this a little later in our show, but um, the church is actually supposed to be one of those things. The church is actually supposed to be one of those places where people can find that community, where people can find that healing, where people can find that just that networking opportunity of not so much what can you do for me, but how can you help me understand that there is light at the end of the tunnel? And um, that's a, that's a great example of a community that we want to be a part of. So I just really challenge you all to think about that. Understand that there is benefit and power in community. I am so grateful for the Headspace community. And um, with that being said, I want you all to know this is your heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue, issue close, close to, your, to heart. your heart. So, Shavella uh, just put it in the chat. She said that um, I heard Trump was on the list. So, apparently, Trump did not make the list uh, of um, going to the funeral. But there is a special Washington service for Queen Elizabeth. Um, Mason is away. Is he ever? Um, there is a special. There is a special guest service in D.C. Uh, for them for there. But yes, um, interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, let's move on. We we talked about the Royals enough. What else do we have going on? We have going on. We got to talk about Ariel being black and the the unbelievable Ooh. beauty. That we've seen and and just complete like pride and the and the and the disgust. Y'all go ahead and get this started. I'm gonna handle Mason so he can be calm while we discuss this. Right. So those that don't know and don't follow everything that's going on, um Ariel, Little Mermaid, has been cast. They're doing a live version similar to what they did with Lion King, right? And um so they're, <laughs> they're they 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 cast it as a black young lady. Haley, what's her name? Haley, what's her last name? Haley. Um, Bailey. What is it? Bailey. Haley Bailey. Yes, that's right. Halle Berry. Bailey. No. I think it's. I. It might. I don't. I actually don't know. This I is. I thought it was Haley. I thought Haley. it was Haley too. Haley Bailey. I think so. Is that her name? Haley Bailey. Whatever. Yep. We, pretty much. We're gonna go with that. Nevertheless, right. nonetheless, they got her, and um, I got chills um, doing the teaser that they they have out there. Mm-hmm. Was it a part of the part of your world or a whole new world or no, no, no? I get them mixed up. Doesn't matter, Mike. The point is, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the point is they they released this. I just wanna be teaser. Part of your world, like, isn't that what it is? Like he's like he's really trying to think about. Yeah, you be free. That's not the topic. That's not the reason why we're discussing this. Like he's really trying to yeah. think about this though. Anyway, they released the teaser for this movie, and I loved how they did it because yep. you didn't see anything, and you know, finally, you know, you hear the singing, and all of a sudden, you see this black mermaid, 
are yep. revealed and the 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 social media videos of little black girls seeing this for the first time i mean when i tell you i was just having a whole i was in i was weeping we've been for the little girl in me that never saw that representation wow you know i um, get it i totally get it i mean i felt the same way when i saw barack obama get you know become the the black the black president so i get that i'm 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 totally there with you absolutely Sunil helped us out. Haley Bailey and Chloe Bailey protégés of Beyonce. Yes, they're a duo. I remember that part. Kevin Wayman, he said, I think this is really good. Did you see the teaser? Yes, Kevin. That, yes. It. He got he got the chills too. Yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. You're absolutely right. And people are up in arms about this. Uh, and it's fascinating because it's fascinating because, first of all, she's a cartoon character. She's not real. Meanwhile, I think Christian, when we were talking about this, the fact that they um, cast what Cleopatra, Elizabeth Taylor as Cleopatra, Cleopatra. I mean, were y'all upset about that? Here's here's the thing: even if she was real, even yeah. if she was real, mermaids yeah. were real, and mermaids were real, and they were white. Let's just pretend right. that's the case, right? Okay, right. After the Cleopatra and the Jesus being represented as white and all the long lists that I could just go down. Big whoop. Like, who cares? You are making a mountain out of a molehill. And it just it, it is just revealing your privilege. It's revealing your prejudice. I mean, it is just so revealing. Not that we didn't already know this, but it's just just it's just highlighting it even more. And it, it's just like y'all really need to get a life. Get a life, but the the memes and the things that are coming out for this are so hilarious. You know, I know you've probably seen them. Um, if, if you're mad about Ariel, wait till you see Jesus. Um, what, yeah, what people, but some people, some people really gonna be upset because, right? And what was the other thing? Oh, oh. So after all of the Africans y'all threw in the ocean, y'all really didn't think the mermaid was gonna be black. Yeah, I know we were supposed to laugh at that, but that was the truth, though. Like, I mean, like, what do y'all expect here? Like, okay, so first of all, I have to remember that I'm not on Vibe Central, and I really can't say what I want to say. So I'm going to say it like this. Yes, you can. What is wrong with y'all? You can say it like you want to say it, Mitchell. That's what Headspace is about. What the hell is wrong with y'all? Oh, I didn't know you were going to say it like that, but okay, yeah, sure. That's the okay. now. What is wrong with y'all? Like, y'all are really upset at the fact that this is what this is why I said I couldn't say it the way I want to say it. Because now I'm not going to be able to come back. I'm not going to be able to come back. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to come back. What is wrong with y'all? Like, y'all are really upset that they cast. And first of all, let's not acknowledge that. Now, from a theater perspective, right, the casting choice that they made for Ariel is great. Mm -hmm. The casting choice they made is great. And now y'all upset because, oh, they didn't stick to the original. Nobody cares. Y'all are upset about a mermaid. Oh my God. And, and let's keep it. So if I really wanted to go there, let's keep it real. We still don't have a normal black Disney princess. Like we Tiana did. had to be a frog first, then to become a princess. Mm -hmm. So now this one has to be a mermaid to become a princess. 
Which I, I guess one day when Cinderella becomes black, then that's that's. Gonna were be they it. mad about were they mad about Brandy though? I was gonna say Brandy. Brandy's uh, Brandy was she was Cinderella. Were they mad about Brandy at all? I'm sure they were. We didn't have social media as much then. That yeah. may be. They probably were. Because you had Brandy and you had Whitney Houston. As, um, and the Prince was um, Asian-American. Yeah, they, they, they gave us it all. Yeah, it was a rainbow. You're right, Tanil. You're right. I like forgot about was... Black Brandy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. She was already Black Brandy. Yeah. Okay, so I have been a huge Disney fan all of my life, and I'm really excited about this version of Little Mary. Kevin, that's because you're woke. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you're woke, bro. We like that. <laughs> And I think I, I read I that it has one point. I appreciate that. I think I read on uh, read that the YouTube trailer has one point five million dislikes. That's fine. It's still gonna blow up in the um, theater. It's still That's gonna fine. do all of that. Because I'm about two tickets. Oh yeah, no, nah, right. I'm taking every little black girl I know. Every, every. <laughs> Every absolutely, but oh, it's just right. it just goes to show where we are, where we have been, and where we continue to be as a society. It really, it really puts the statement in America, and it really puts the statement in perspective. Like I hate saying this when it comes to these kind of events, but it's kind of just like, well, I mean, this is America. Tanil said something. She said, "Like I hate." Go ahead, go ahead, Mitchell. I just hate saying that out loud. Like when it comes to events like that, like when mm -hmm. it comes. So things like this, I hate saying that out loud because you know, but this is America, and these are people that have way too much time on their hands. Way too much. Tanil said, "This is telling for the upcoming elections." Yeah, I mean, there's definitely something a brewing um, about that. Um, speaking of elections, petty politics. Um, are we going there now? <laughs> so, oh, wow. so. So we just gonna put people on buses and just send them to another part of the the country, and not just any part of the country. Martha's Vineyard, the, right. the most I can't even think of the most the strangest place to send migrants. But you in Florida, bro? So you gonna charter a bus from Texas? I'm really trying to. I'm and then and yes, Tanil, without their knowledge, they didn't even tell the people where they were going. Right. Yeah, I, I, oh, I. The Santas, oh, the Santas, so the Santas. Help me out. So maybe help me, help me out, help me out. So what exactly is the immigrant issue? Because we live in Maryland, so you know people kind of have to do some extra stuff to kind of get here. Mm -hmm. um, so we're kind of, you know, we're up north. What exactly is the issue? I'm really trying to get some understanding. Like, what exactly is the issue? The, it's the, the burden. It's the burden of. I think it's several things. Okay. What, what they what they will say, you know, okay. it's the burden of having to take care of the immigrants that come into the country, um, house them, feed them, whatever you know, everything that comes with being somewhere else, right? Um, the the burden uh, then of this is you know definitely the crime that may come with that. Mm -hmm you know, with people coming. So it's a lot of things. And I mean, I, I do think there is a financial responsibility that comes with immigrants coming into your state. So I understand that. 
but the pettiness of it all, like you spent, I don't know how much money to, to put these people, women, men, and children on a plane and send them north. To Martha's Vineyard. So Tanil says something. She said the burden of services and taxpayer dollars being used somewhere other than America. So I'm, I'm with that. And I guess, and, and, and doing a little bit of research real quick, what I'm seeing is the issue is, <laughs> but Tanil did point out, private jet. Like they private jet. Right. Like so they spent money on this. So, all right. So I do understand that there were some, um, le- there was some legislation that kind of um, got pulled back um in regards to the the immigrants like i think uh during trump's era they did it where they were just automatically sent back and i think biden kind of the biden administration did let that lapse mm-hmm. is that i think that's what happened and so there probably is a overburdening of the resources down there um so i think i think across the board some things so do you is, is it fair to say perhaps that this is these governors' way of trying to get attention um, to the issue. I mean, is it fair to say that, or you just think it's just still a bit much? I mean, I think it's both. They are definitely trying to get attention, and it and it's done just that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're making a point. I while I understand their issues with immigration, I just don't think this is the way to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, it, it's so. As Mitchell Mitchell just said a few moments ago, this is America, mm-hmm. and um, uh, some it's many hard. times, many times, America leaves me speechless. It's hard. I mean, because meanwhile, we are sending billions, billions of dollars continuously over to Ukraine, mm-hmm. and um, and I mean, you know, when it first happened, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I when I start seeing the plight and the blight that we have experienced, I mean, the fact that we had um, Jackson, Mississippi still having issues with their water, even here in Baltimore, we had a bowl order um, mm-hmm. for, parts, for parts of the city. And so just the infrastructure that we have that's, that's happening here, not to mention I work in social services and I see, you know, we have situations now where we can't provide for all of our children and families that need help. Um, I don't know. It's just so hard. I feel like we, can we can we reallocate what we're spending our money on so that we can be taken care of? You know, and I don't know. Barbara Fagan said it's not what you do, but how you do it. We can't excuse ignorance. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that you're right. That is that is a bit much. You know, put people on a plane. I mean, because what Texas to Martha's Vineyard? That's at least two thousand. Why Martha's Vineyard? That's that's the most random place. <laughs> like that's the most random place. That's petty. And and Tanil, you bring up a very good point. Florida governor running for president, and he's he's obviously trying to pander to somebody. And um, my hope is in the Lord. So I know he's that that all these politicians are not our source. But I'm gonna be honest with you, it's gonna be a little tricky around here these next couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. It's gonna be real tricky around here because uh, people are starting to really show their. I see your true colors. Yes, indeed. <laughs> they go, Mike, and his singing. That was actually not bad, though, Mike. <laughs> Thanks. That wasn't. That was just singing in falsetto is better. Yes. Um, all right. So, anyway, um, uh, 
you know what? Let's take a quick break because y'all got me on the roll today. All right, let's take a quick break because we got some more things. We got a lot to discuss today. All right, I got to find our break though. I <laughs> got him, Lord. Help him find the break. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. All right, so let's see. We got two routes we can go with this. Which route we want to go? We want to just start with the the legends, or let's get that out of the way. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and start with the legends. So everybody may or may not be familiar with Chrissy and John Legend. Chrissy uh, Teigen, you know, John Legend, yeah. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. So uh, a year and a half or two years ago they uh, had announced that they had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And of course, everyone was very, you know, sending condolences and all that for them. Well, apparently she revealed on social media the other day that um, it was in fact not a miscarriage, but it was an abortion. And- Whoa, pause, time out. It just hit me. So we talked about this a little earlier pre-show and I was just thinking, 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 but now... So what you're saying is that she went with this story and got like y'all all up in arms, everybody up in arms, like, oh my gosh, she had a miscarriage, all this other stuff. Of Actually, course. Find, come to yeah, find out. It was, it was a late miscarriage. It was 20 weeks. Okay. Um. So yeah, it was very sad. And, you know, they, they showed pictures of them with the baby and all yeah. of that. So it was a, it was a big deal. Well, the other day, she reveals that it was, in fact, not a, a miscarriage, but it was an abortion. And oh. it was an abortion because the doctors had said that the child wasn't going to survive um, and that if she had carried to full term, that she had a chance of not surviving. And so they um, induced labor. She the baby or she the mother? Okay. The baby was not going to survive. Right. And if she had carried the baby to term, Chrissy would not, the mother, would not have survived. Oh, she would have had a chance of not surviving. Got it. Um, so I, I did not see what the actual issue was. I don't know if she actually revealed all of that. So it was a medical abortion. That sure. makes sense. Sure. For the, for the you know, mm-hmm. think of the mother. So I believe she brought this all up to the front of the table um, because the whole issue about Roe versus Wade being demolished and all of that came up and she felt the the need to say hey this is what really happened and this is why these type of procedures are important sure. because x y because this is what happened to me sure. um so those of you who are not familiar with my background i've had uh, miscarriages uh quite a few and um he, here's how i feel about it we we need to stay people need to make their decisions about their body i have my Feelings about abortion, they will not change. Um, but ultimately, people have to make their decisions, right? Between them and their God. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I believe that if the baby is in danger or if the baby is deceased and if there's a risk to the mother 
that there should be these things, you should have these procedures that are allowed for the sake of saving the mother. Um, absolutely. At this, now I say all that on how I, how I feel. Chrissy Teigen wears me out. <laughs> she wears me thin because she's just teen too much. My and and I get the whole if you know, because I've been very transparent about Rob and I's situation. I get that because people need to know and understand um, and realize that they're not alone and these things happen. Um, but I just feel like sometimes Chrissy just says too much. She just does does a little bit too much. And it, it, it kind of, you know, just, I think she could have just left well enough alone, especially since she decided to lie initially. Um, I don't know why she decided to lie. The truth is the truth. Um, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna lie about it, just just stay with the lie, boo. Nobody had to know that. And now we got this whole thing in the uproar. I, I just think it's unfortunate. Um, and I think she's causing unnecessary drama and hate for herself. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I really have nothing to say about that. I, um, yeah. Yeah. I understand your position, Mitchell. I don't know if you have anything to say. So I, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of agree with uh, Chrissy's sentiments. I think it's one of those things where, I'm not gonna say too much about how I feel. Of course, I have my own feelings that are just gonna be left. They're not gonna change regardless of what. But I think when the whole situation happened, it was one of those things where rumors is Wade, I feel like this is me. Right. And as far as Chrissy Teigen goes, um, I think maybe she didn't say it because it would have been a whole thing, right? Like it is now. I think it was one of those things where she just had rather gone with something that's not totally a lie, but also not totally the truth and find that like, okay, here it is, but she lied, but here it is. And this is, this is what it is versus now coming out and saying, okay, so it may not have been that, but it was this. I think it was one of those things where the the opinion of people may have factored a little bit into what she presented, um, and I just think that maybe maybe she just decided to tell the truth because of everything that was happening, and just like it's in the uproar now, it probably would have been in the uproar then too. So, and as far as Chrissy Teigen goes as a person, um, he's John Legend's wife. I didn't even hear him because I had, they're back there um, mowing my lawn and it's loud. <laughs> I just said you say, exactly if she told the truth initially, then let's talk about it. But to lie about it is just horrible. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think. Well, we already know that honesty is the best policy. Um, I am interested in knowing what her play is because um, you know with them it always is something else there to it and who knows what what the it next seems to be now on the other end of the spectrum we have brother you know father abraham had many sons, <laughs> many sons <had> father <laughs> abraham aka <laughs> oh, nick cannon <laughs> no you know what papa was a rolling stone you know what <laughs> you know what you know what so what is this like baby 20 no, not quite 
he's headed that way. So he just, not quite. He just, um, apparently his ninth baby was just born. Uh, meanwhile, we're waiting on 10 and 11. At this point. Literally. Like, we know we really are waiting on 10 and 11. They're, they're oh, wait a minute. Who are the mothers? So, uh, hmm. I can't keep track. And, and are, the are they all different? No. Or is it like... No, he has he has mothers who have had like two, three of his kids. Like, and they know what's going the on. Twins. Mariah had the twins. He had kids before him, Mariah, right? Right. Oh, I thought I thought Mariah and um I thought their twins were the first. Were they the first? Were they the first? I, I did so. too. Okay. I, did too. I, I think they I, are. I, I didn't really I didn't really care. So um okay. So, whoa, so he got it started with Mariah. Yeah. You think maybe he has an addiction? Like, <laughs> I think there's something wrong with him. <laughs> you think maybe there's something wrong? Yeah. And there's something wrong with the women, too. Okay, so, I mean, but is he providing for the kids? Like, are any of the kids having lack? Like, is I, he... I'm sure he's providing. He certainly has the means. Um, um, Nick Cannon is very wealthy and will continue to be. He is always doing something, and he's produced. He's, he's great. As far as finances are concerned, I don't think that's the issue. I do think the issue is that you you cannot possibly be responsible as a father as far as being there for all of these eleven children. It's just yeah, that's what Shirella just said. So, are we really thinking about the babies who won't get their father's attention because he's somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ooh, this, this this build, I mean, yeah. Build a home and just have all the mothers and all the kids come oh. and stay there. King David and his harem. Sister wives, I was right. That's, you know, who has the album? Uh, John, just John, just John was. Are you back at John Legend? He has an album about to come out, so it's bad timing. Or is that about Nick Cannon? Does Nick Cannon have? Well, no, Nick Cannon doesn't have an album coming out. Does he? Does Nick Cannon still produce albums? I think he does sing and rap or something. Or tries. Does he? I mean, I think Legend. True, be truthful, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is. I mean, we have to be talking about John Legend because Nick Cannon's music. Never mind, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> was he the one that did it getting jiggy? No, that was Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Mike. <laughs> he did have a he sang a gospel song with uh T, was it um Karis Kiara Keard? Nick Cannon did a gospel song? Yeah, he I, I saw it. It was yeah. Uh, he did something. I'm gonna pull it. I'm gonna find it in this next break. Uh, the next break, I'm gonna I'm actually y'all go ahead. I'm gonna Google and I'm gonna find it because I know he did some gospel song with somebody. Oh, Nick Cannon. Okay. Well, um, all right. Well, yep. you know what? I do pray that that Nick gets it together and his kids oh. get time with daddy because that's a mess. Um, on a slight that's on a slightly different note. So we got a couple more minutes. Have y'all seen Hawk for Jesus? Oh, oh yeah, we're doing that right now, Mike. In this segment. Oh, oh do I need to take a break or do I need to wait another week? We need to leave Hawk for Jesus alone. Yeah, because we don't have time to deal with it. Because I said we go got, for like, it. You say go for it. Let's take a break and let's decide after the break. We got nine. So I, I said we go for it. All right, okay. let's go take a break real quick because we 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 got Hawk for Jesus. We got to talk about it a little bit. I, I just been, all right. All right, here we go. Yeah. Focused on photo, versed in video, 
for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, Any Media. For any media, for anything, contact us so we can create. So, hard for Jesus, y'all. Woo! Okay, we don't have time for silence. So, honk for Jesus. Wow. We don't. It 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 was okay. It wasn't it wasn't a movie where you're like, oh, what a wonderful plot and what great acting and oh my goodness, did you understand the scenery? No, it wasn't that. It was a doc, it was like uh, what do they call it? Um a, a, a mockumentary. It was a mockumentary mm-hmm. of the many scandals that have come old, come to be a part of the church, specifically Eddie Long. So they like ripped the, you know, from the headlines. And yeah, it was disturbing. It was uncomfortable, but it was the truth. Which is what we expect from Jordan Peele movies. I mean, that's now he didn't directly. He just was a producer for this, right? He didn't direct it or anything, right? Jordan Peele. Um, I, I don't remember. I, I don't recall. Yeah. What you think? What you thinking, Mitchell? Oh, Biasha. So let's go here. Um. So for one, there was at one point in the movie there. I like I when I tell you I watched this movie at least three times, not even for the plot, but to literally just break down how this movie like the, the timeline goes. For one, I will say I, on the other hand, found great joy and delight in that one part when she went to go buy hats and the name of the store was that she was bonnets. You can't tell me that that wasn't funny. I laughed and yeah, I said and I laughed yes. hard. I laughed hard. But Aside from the fact that there's a conversation that needs to be had about uh, extremely gross abuse within church settings and church communities, let's talk about how the wife, played by Regina Hall, first of all, the casting of the, the casting of the movie I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's not talk about how the wife was slowly, slowly falling. Like she has to go through all of this stuff. And then, you know, there's a lot to be said about, you know, Eddie Long and his wife. Mother was struggling. And you got to tell the truth. Mother was struggling. And I think that this movie was not, I think the people are mad because they're, I think like church, church people are mad because they're looking in a mirror. Mm. I really think that they're mad because they refuse to address all of the points in the movie because there are multiple. If you go back and watch it, there are multiple. There was at one point in the movie where they were in a praise break and the little girl literally said, I love the theater. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all. I love wow. the theater. Yeah. She literally said, I love the theater. Is that the does that not come back to what I said at the beginning when we're talking about pomp and circumstance? I'm telling you, theater. And I love the theater too, but we shouldn't be experiencing it at church. And I, I literally study it 
And the mere fact that she said that in the church and every aspect and element of that movie that was in that movie, that was crazy, but it was true. I didn't detect not one lie in that movie because we can talk about the fact that when the guy pulled up on the pastor, how hurt he was about the whole situation. This was, by the way, if you go back and remember when the scandal with um, um, Eddie Long broke out and those, those boys, they talked about their situation with him the word was it was like you could probably play them together and it would be the same exact wording like the same exact wording mm. this i think i think i would i think this is kind of everybody's cry at this point this movie was not a regular movie this movie was a wake-up call like seriously and i think that people are mad because oh it's a mockery of the church no 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 it's not a mockery at all it's far from it half of that stuff most of that stuff all of that stuff in the movie was true like is what you see and i think and i think the reason why people are mad is because they're not ready to address and correct it because at this point in at this point in the movie like at this point where we are right now with everything that just happened a lot of stuff is coming out and a lot of stuff is happening where people are getting mad and then there are people that are actually working to correct it and those are people those are the people that you see are getting the most backlash from church people which is a lot to prove about like a lot to prove about the mission statement right jesus did the same thing and the pharisees hated him not gonna go there we're gonna come back to home for jesus we're gonna come Ooh. back for jesus yeah Ooh. And well, and I think it's, it's, it's something that needs to be pointed out that this is not just an issue in the black church. No, right? uh, because I mean, you, you, I mean, lately, I mean, just one after the other of these big time pastors, dare we say superstar pastors, right? Superstar, the, the superstars. Um, and there was this image, there's a certain image that they have to portray designer this, designer that. They wear these things, and you know, the, 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 the argument has always been. How can you justify that when your people are still, you know, they, they, they broke and they, they, they not even, you know, they, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's, it's something, I don't know. I think, I think it, you're right. It is a wake up call for the church. There is a lot. And then like, like you just said, like, let's, I mean, we've already established the whole celebrity pastor thing, right? Like we've already established that that just really shouldn't be a thing anymore because I don't care. I don't care how big your church is. I don't care how many members you got. Your church can be bigger than the Potter's house, and Potter's house is huge. If your humanity is not correct, there is something going to come out about you. I, I I don't care. You're gonna see something about somebody come out. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And the fact that we saw this big pastor go through a huge scandal, the first lady is struggling, and the church people think that it's theater, y'all please understand that the movie was not a mockery. It was the truth. And if you're mad. At this point, I'm fully geared up and have evidence to say, oh, well. And this is why and this is why I said we're not going to have time for this because yeah. we could go on and on. <laughs> I'm telling you. We're going to have to, I mean, we're going to have to revisit this because I think Absolutely. that's because uh, you brought up a good point even in our discussions uh, pre-production. You talked about the fact that you had those, those, those church members that no matter what came out were always going to be in support. And that's something else. Like it's like, so where's the accountability? Where is the desire to see to see us do better? And 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 let me be clear, I do believe that there is a place for restoration, rehabilitation, 
Um, I do believe that. But in order for that to happen, you must first have repentance. Um, and I think that that's the piece that nobody wants to deal with. Um, I think that's why people are mad. Try to make up our own rules. And, and, and that carries out into other things. Um, and I think that that's something that we all have to. And as you know, as a preacher, that is something that I have to be very mindful of myself, just really paying attention to what that looks like. Um, I'm going to tell you something. One way to really get that is to have kids. And kids start noticing. I remember one time I told what I would consider a white lie on the phone. And little Mike looked at me. And let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit used him to convict me <laughs> on this lie I told. And it wasn't it wasn't a major thing. It was, you know, it was one of those. It was one of those. Well, any lie is a lie. Right. Um, and I think maybe that's the problem. We don't we don't think it's major. Uh, but it was one of those. Somebody asked me what I was doing, and I said I was somewhere else than where I really was. It might look to be like you. Ain't <laughs> he looked at me like you ain't there. <laughs> he was so confused. But no, I appreciate um you guys bringing it up, and we're, we're gonna. I think we want to give you guys a teaser because there's some people, and we got to go, but. There's some people who didn't watch it because they felt like it was just bad, awful movie. I think you need to watch it, but mm -hmm. I do think you need to you need to change your um, your expectation because I think what threw me off for the first ten to fifteen minutes was I was expecting this to be like a comedy and right, you know, like just and and when I realized I had to resettle and realize, whoa, <laughs> adjust your expectations, yes, mm -hmm. adjust your expectations, and. And then look at it for what it was supposed to be, because it was definitely not supposed to be. A, um, if anything, it was supposed to be satire. Like it, it was. was. It definitely yeah. was. Woo. All right, let's go ahead and get this last break. Let's get out of here, and then um, we'll just close out, everybody. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Well, before we go, if you get a chance to go to the movies, please check out The Woman King. From what I hear, it is excellent. Speaking of theater, I hear it's phenomenal. The performances are, I mean, anything Viola Davis does, I think is a, uh, pretty good anyway but i hear that this one is exceptional so um try to check it out i try to do movies like that opening weekend i'm not sure if that's going to happen this one but um i try to because i want to show people that it's, we need more of it um so definitely check it out christy oh. I want you to have a ball we're not going to see you next week but mitchell is, has agreed to come on back next week but christy you have a ball we, i'm not gonna tell all your business but you ain't going to be here next week. That's all good. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I love you all. And, and everybody, we love you all. We wish you all the best that God has for you. And um, we pray that you just find peace this week. <laughs> um, until we meet again. Peace. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week. <laughs>